All right, welcome to the latest episode of Coleman Power Podcast, Organic Fitness Style. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. This episode is a Q&A, just questions that are pulled from people are mentoring, coaching, and the social media platforms, whether it be from TikTok, that's going very well. If you're not tuning into that, check on it, Coleman Power. Instagram, again, it's, all my, it's my name also for all of my social media platforms. Just makes it easier for people to connect instead of going, what's your name? Uh, yeah, it's uh, the fitness of the power of the... No, it's not. It's just Coleman Power Organic Fitness, my name. But don't spell it with an E, because you will get like that Ronnie Coleman coming up, and I is a million miles away from where that man is, was in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> so this week's episode, we are touching on and if you want, actually, touching on questions that came in, but if you want your question answered and expanded, you want to shout it on the podcast, just send it to me directly. Or if you want it anonymous, you can also get that too. So we'll touch on the one, two, three. We've got four main topics we're going to talking about today. So do you, the first one is, do you need meat to have energy? That's the first question. Um, number question number two is in relation to training. Okay, can you overtrain? Then the third one we're going to touching on is tips for losing belly fat. And finally, the one that I suppose is quite mindset-based is what do you do in days when you were struggling? So those are the four we're going through in this week's episode. And the first of which is sent in from Colette. Okay. And asking the question, do you need meat? Do you think meat give you energy? What meat actually is straight away off the bat is, is a protein source. And what protein does for the body, it's super beneficial for your skin health. Why? Because it repairs and your body repairs muscles because what and repairs your skin. And why why is that? Because it repairs cells, and that's the building blocks of protein. Protein does its main function repairing cells. And protein is so important in your diet. It's not something that gives you energy. That's the main point. Protein repairs, regulates hormones, keeps you fuller for longer. Those are the three main benefits of, I suppose, protein sources in your diet. And giving you energy is not something that it directly does. So for people to say, I, need, I think I need some protein to give you energy, that's not what it does. Carb, carbohydrates give the body energy and healthy fats, can, the body can run off healthy fats. So I suppose, depending on if you're we call it fat adapted, which most people aren't, are definitely not running off ketosis for the majority of the listeners on this podcast. You can see there are essential uh, healthy fats you must consume from your diet, and there are essential amino acids. And complete proteins touch in a very recent podcast. If you haven't checked that out, what are complete proteins? They're chicken, fish, turkey, or eggs. Or if you want to combine uh, tofu and tempeh are in there too, and hemp seeds are complete protein with chia seeds. And incomplete protein sources you can have are bread, you can have abundance of grains, rice, pasta, you have chickpeas, you have beans, you have seeds, and all those things combined with maybe combined together with lentils or combining another example would be beans with a grain, which is pasta, so beans and pasta, or adding, let's say, pasta and cheese we're making, having the complete protein and having any complete protein will be a way of getting those into your diet that gives you energy that's what carbohydrates do and suppose that that's what i'm going to touch on here next carbohydrates carbohydrates give your body energy what carbohydrates do i recommend firstly i'm going to recommend you 
complex carbohydrates and simple carbohydrates are something I don't recommend. Simple carbohydrates, okay, are the likes of more refined grains, such as white pasta, white breads, and as a result of that, they have their grain polished from them. So they're more processed. And as a result of that, the body, in its definition, makes it easier for the body to simply break them down into a usable energy source. But that gives you a quicker release of energy. Following that, well, it increases your blood sugar levels, and then there's a dip. So especially for those who are diabetics, I don't recommend simple carbohydrates because what goes up must come down, and it leads to cravings, and the dips lead to cravings. That's not what you want. So you want more complex carbohydrates. So what are the first complex carbohydrates I highly recommend to people? And that is vegetables, because vegetables are carbohydrates, and carbohydrates contain fiber. Fiber prevents that increase in your blood sugar levels, slow and steady release of energy. So after vegetables, even though I do love vegetables, vegetables that I do recommend, and this is something that you can do right now. Butternut squash is a cracker for some of you guys who are looking for fiber and a complex carbohydrate and worried about starches, don't be worried about starches from foods, whether it be carrots, whether it be parsnips or butternut squash, those are the last things you want to be taking out of your diet. So those butternut squash we're touching on, put the whole thing in the oven. Don't even cut it. 180 degrees, not Fahrenheit, you can put it over if you need to. Take it out of the oven after just under 45 minutes or an hour, depending on if it's a fan oven, and you have literally a whole lot of complex carbohydrates, a vegetable that is high fiber and contains beta carotene, which is good for your skin health. That's what I do love to add into my lunches, make it a Saturday type lunch throughout the week. And if you wanted to do it twice or do, yeah, do it twice during the week, or as a result of that, put two in at one time, whatever you prefer. That's what I'm recommending as a simple vegetable to get in your shopping list this week. I love it. Love butternut squash. And then other complex carbohydrates I recommend are sourdough bread. Sourdough bread is fermented, which means it's good for your gut health. Adding in foods that are fermented naturally increase your gut microorganisms. When you improve on your gut health, you improve on your overall health, you improve your skin. You, why is that? Because the microorganisms in your stomach break down materials that otherwise wouldn't have been and have the opportunity to give us more vitamins and minerals. When you have more vitamins and minerals in your body and you're living and moving and all training and things that I all recommend on people that I mentor or coach on the organic fitness program, all those vitamins and minerals then literally get to areas of your body that provide it with value, such as uh, the beta carotene in the likes of that burn squash, I just highly recommend it. And if you had some healthy fats in it too, that's great. Why? Because healthy fats improve the likes of your skin health, especially omega-3s, omega-3 foods that I'm always recommending to people are hemp seeds which are complete protein and the healthy fats. So those are things I recommend firstly the complex carbohydrates. Yes, I'm not a major fan. Some people, this, this might split me now. I'm not a major fan of butter. So what I would recommend is using that butter on squash and spreading it on to like, because it's what? It's soft, you just roasted it. It's, it could be warm even for you. The sourdough bread, my mouth waters. I can't wait for a bit of sourdough bread. I'll take a drink of water here now. There's another thing that actually can curve cravings is water. That's warm water for aiding indigestion as well. All the small things, lads, you get here on this podcast. So 
the complex carbohydrates. And why don't I recommend butter, I suppose, is the next thing, is because it is it is deemed a healthy fat, especially if it's from Kerrygold. And I don't recommend it just due to the fact that it's an opportunity that you could otherwise get healthy fats that have maybe a protein source in it. So we'll go with nut butters or nuts in general. So that is why I always use hemp seeds. And the current hemp seeds that I'm using are new and naturals. And you can, they're an Irish-based company. And it's something that what I recommend to people, only the things that I do myself. And right now, more people need protein and healthy fats in their diet as opposed to just healthy fats. And that's why I recommend, I suppose, a healthy fat that contains proteins and fats as opposed to just the butter that just contains fats. But the butter is butter isn't bad. I have to stress that. I know, but I'm just not a fan of it. I just want people to hit their protein targets and healthy fats before just only hitting their fats. And then other complex carbohydrates, getting back to the point, is most definitely potatoes, whether it be white or sweet potatoes. Again, yeah, uh, sweet potatoes contain beta carotene. It's the orange antioxidant. But white potatoes do contain higher amounts of iron. Women in particular need double the amount that men do. But that's something that people have somehow got into their head that white potatoes make people gain weight. No, they don't. People are not gain weight because of white potatoes, it's overconsumption of carbohydrates in your diet. So if you're focusing in on whole complex carbohydrates, it's brown bread, it's brown the potatoes, and then brown pasta is another one I recommend. Why? Because there's the added advantage of fiber. And when you polish off that grain, you take away some of the protein. And a lot of people then might say that, oh, Coleman, what about the gluten, I suppose, in some of those pastas? Gluten, what it actually is, is a protein. And a lot of us are not actually gluten intolerant. It's their glyphosate intolerant. And when you take away a part, a beneficial part of any food item, such as protein, which I highly recommend you to get, I don't recommend doing that unless you are gluten intolerant and you have got a reputable doctor to or physician to tell you that you are so. Don't start taking out things in your diet that are beneficial, especially protein foods that keeps you fuller far longer. So suppose... That's exactly what gives you energy. Carbohydrates, complex carbohydrates, typically when the body runs off to give you energy. Meats don't give you energy. And that's a really good question. And I'm glad I got to expand on that in this podcast. So next question came in from Michael31 on TikTok. So can you overtrain is the question. So it's a good question. And I'm going to tell you, the fact that most people are not overtraining. What they're doing is they're under-recovering and they're under-eating. When I take people onto the organic fitness program, they go, one of the first things after the first couple of days, they say, oh my God, Coleman, I'm eating so much food and I'm still losing weight. Yes, because you were typically under-eating. And I mean, under-eating on the right type of foods. That's the thing. People need to eat more, more whole foods, more single ingredient foods, more of whether it be brown rice, brown bread, pasta, potatoes. Then we're going on to complete protein sources, tofu, tempeh, hemp seeds, chicken, fish, turkey, eggs. And as a result of that, you have much more greens on the top vegetables. I might have to touch on vegetables, whether it be kale, whether it be spinach, whether it be chard, or be butternut squash. Again, you don't know how difficult it is for me to mention these vegetables without my mouth watering. 
and I'm trying to look at some fruit and fruits as well. I'm not a, I'm not a demonizer of fruits. Please eat fruits. They don't also make you gain weight all of a sudden. Bish, bash, bash. You eat an apple, eat raspberries, eat strawberries, eat things that are in season. Strawberries coming into season this summer. Get your hands on them organic. If you can't grow them yourself, please, because they are farmed and found in the dirty dozen. That means that you're highly, they're highly recommended to consume them organically. Why? Because soft fruit, such as strawberries, raspberries, blackcurrants are all, and apples too, are all heavily sprayed, in, especially in commercial production. That just means that there's major disadvantages towards your overall gut health when those fruits are sprayed and if you are choosing to if you find it difficult to choose things organically i highly recommend you plant an apple tree or sow a couple of strawberries in a pot by god the abundance of fruit that you can have yourself and your back garden if you're settled right now or if you wanted them in a pot on your back window Bish, bash, bash, make sure you water them. You'll get umpteen amount of fruits for yourself. Chemical free, you know, the best, the best food yourself. Minimal miles is the ones you grow yourself. So when I, and people even ask that, touching back on this question, can you overtrain? More so than not, it's when people have went from either no train at all to start training three days to four days to five days, and then they haven't changed up their food at all. They haven't improved on their diet you cannot out train a bad diet so you have to focus in on matching your foods to your activity levels and how do you do that i get people to on when i train a mentor and coach to have a better understanding of what their maintenance calories are what they need to get in a calorie deficit or a calorie surplus whether they want to leave. so calorie deficit is typically i recommend 250 to 500 calories off your maintenance how do you figure that out? You need to use either of these calculators that are online. That is the only way. You can't just make up these figures. And I can't, I just can't ask me after that. Come on, how, what number do, of, of calories do I have to consume in a day? I need to know your current height, you need to go, your current weight, and your current activity levels. Are you training three days? Are you training six days? Are you gardening out in between it? What are you doing? What steps are you getting? And as a result of that, you need to use an app and or a formulas online. They're going to tell you exactly the number. They'll even break it down to how many pro how much protein, how much carbohydrates, and how much healthy fats you need to have in a day. So that's what I get people to do. And that's what they call tracking. What gets measured gets managed. And just like anything, like your times tables, as I give the example of, once you learn off a couple of the, the number of calories and calories from your current height, your current weight, and your current activity levels are all deemed off proteins, fats, and carbs because proteins, fats, and carbs make up your calories. And just touching on protein, foods contain four kilocalories per gram. Fats contain nine kilocalories per gram, so it's higher in protein. And carbs are the same as protein, four kilocalories per gram. So just worth noting in your head. When I get people to start tracking their food, they have such a better understanding that such and such a foods, I such and such a calories I need to hit each day or stay under to lose weight. And that's important. But if you're way, way under that, your energy levels are going to be low. And that's what may have happened the likes of Galetta. If you're up their activity and she was in too much of a calorie deficit, and inevitably you'll end up binge eating or overeating. People undereat too much, undereat excessively. But not intentionally. It's just because they're too busy or they've upped their activity levels and they have no clue of their maintenance calories. As a result of that, their head isn't, their body isn't functioning right. Your 
can't think clearly, and as a result, they have low blood, blood sugar levels, which lead to cravings. And what's the first thing we typically lean for? Processed foods. And even following that, was even more detailed. What's the thing you're leaning for? It's chocolate. You're leaning for chocolate. Why? Because, oh, you like it. And what really is happening is you're so far under eating and your body's actually telling you before you even realize it that you need something that's high calorie some people lean for peanut butter and i would lean towards that just because i my body knows that it needs a high calorie dense food and carbohydrates and from the processed food or from the chocolate bar and or the nuts are extremely high calories which means my body will get nutrients and i know that if I don't have a sweet tooth, but the fact is, if I did, I would also lean towards, I suppose, chocolate or any sort of type of processed foods. But that's, I suppose, well worth noting if you are feel like that you're overtraining. Uh, and remember that to track your foods, it's worth doing it for a period of time so that you're able to learn off like your times tables. You need to get such and such a protein consumption. You need to get so much carbohydrates in a day and you need to get a number of healthy fats from whole foods is what I recommend. Really good question. So going on to, that was a really good question. This one, this one came in, tips for losing uh, fat in particular around the midsection, around the belly. So this came in from Aaron on Instagram. And what I want to touch on in this one is most certainly you cannot out-train a bad diet again. And that just comes down to Anybody looking to reduce standard body fat, and it's a great way to segue off that last question, can you overtrain? Focusing in on foods is important, but as well as that, with the, you, anybody who's looking to reduce standard body fat, I highly recommend you to train with added weights, okay? A lot of people may recommend running. Why? Because it's cardio, and cardio is and can have the ability to burn more calories in that duration of a session. So if you do 20 minutes of a workout as opposed to 20 minutes of a run, you inevitably burn more calories in those 20 minutes in the run than you do the, the weight session. But I'm a man who likes to make best bang for his book. And this is what I do. And this is what I recommend to people that I train. I recommend in that 20 minutes to do added weight, added weights for added advantage because you tear muscle fibers and you tear muscle fibers with added weights, whether it be 2 kg, 5 kg, 10 kg. What have I got? I've got a 10 kg sitting behind me. I do my home workouts with a 5 kg dumbbells. Sometimes I up it to 10 kg on some of the exercises and that's determined off your strength and your current fitness level. But any type of added weight is giving you added advantage. So you're tearing muscle fibers and at the end of the session, I typically do finishers. Why do I do finishers? Why? Because it's a high intensity cardio like simulating something similar to running. Running is great, 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 great for burning calories. But when you train with added weight and you're sore the next day and you're just remembering the fact that when your body is recovering after a workout, you can have your feet up, you're sitting down in a chair, relaxing and going, my goodness gracious me, your my body's actually recovering. And when your body's recovering, it's actually burning, using up calories and the foods you have ingested as well. And then when you use that high intensity finisher at the end, it helps you tap into your fat stores. So, if you're just doing cardio or just doing only bodyweight exercises, just remember that the fact that you only use up energy, which is your either the calories from the foods you've eaten and or your body fat in that session. With the likes of the weight, not only you get the added advantage of tearing muscle fibers, which can change your body composition, which most people want, either a leaner, more toned physique, helps you reduce down your body fat. And 
the thing is you can't spot reduce. However, I also recommend using large muscle groups, using squats in your training, using shoulder press, chest and back exercises. Because those are the four main largest muscle groups in the body. Anytime people are training, it is so important to use those exercises. And or if you're using slightly lighter weights again, I get people to use two exercises in the one, whether it be a squat and a press or a lunge and a curl. Bent over row and a curl, those are just three exercises off the top of my head that you can incorporate into your workout routine for the 20 minutes. If you're doing a 20-minute workout, you can bump it up to longer, depending on your current fitness and activity levels. But I'm aiming for people to hit for the 20 minutes with the weights first and focusing in then on a high-intensity finisher with 20 seconds on with a 10-second rest, getting you to tap into your fat stores. And the final point, I suppose, reaching round towards after your training it's getting in 10,000 steps because ten, like activity activity based things outside your training is important because you can burn between 300 and 500 calories in getting 10,000 steps a day and walking is free and that's why I always specifically talk about people and getting in any type of activity such as outside outside an accent just came out of nowhere <laughs> so the fact is outside is Anyone who wants to be healthy, and I'm for optimal health, needs to focus in on outdoor activities. Why? Because no one ever got healthy and is of optimal health and stays inside the whole time. And I recommend sunlight, fresh air, and stretching. If you can do it outside, winning. And 10,000 steps, you can listen to a podcast. I know a good podcast you can possibly listen to as you're walking. And if you're listening to this podcast, move a bit now. Move a bit, get on the steps. And breaking it up into a manageable, I suppose, chunks for yourself that you can hit your 10,000 steps. Don't leave it all to the end of the day. Because if you leave it all to the end of the day, it makes it extremely difficult. Everybody walks. I walk. Sometimes I have to do a lot of office work. And I make sure, or if I have to travel. And my home is about two hours away from where I am right now. And I would like to more to travel. But, and my uh, sister also lives in the west of Ireland, which is nearly about four hours traveling in a car. I focus in on those days I know. I plan to do walking before or a workout or both. And the thing is, I then when I get up there, I try and make it a social event and say, can we go for a little bit of a walk? My sister or my mother and my father or friends, making it a fit your lifestyle as well is so important. And then with the final point on this is not treating the weekend completely different to the likes of the weekdays. Because you do that on a regular basis, that's a high percentage of the overall week. And what I like to call it, it's not sustainable. Going from clean eating on Monday to Friday and then waiting for the weekend and absolutely throwing up the ball, knocking it out of the park, throwing it into the ditch and completely forgetting about the whole food approach that I want people to do. I want to make it, I have no problem with people eating foods that are call it below optimal, eating chocolate, going for takeaways. But remember that if you want something to be done long-term, it's finding what works for you. And if what you are currently doing isn't working and you want something different, that's the definition of insanity. You need to do something different. You need to either up your training, you need to up your activity levels, you need to focus in on your foods, you need to either start tracking, hitting your protein targets, the most important, magnesium, also reducing cravings. And getting them organic is probably the most one of the most important things I can't stress to people enough right now. We're coming into midsummer, go country markets, do as best you can to get the best fresh stuff for you and get a local. And then coming into the final question, what do I do on days I'm struggling? So this came in from anonymous, from someone I'm currently right training. And I'm just going to say that I struggle just as much as anybody else. But the fact is that I 
must point out that you have to do things that are a little bit challenging and difficult and that's inclusive of training comes into i use training as i suppose as a way of de-stressing and it's not that uh, every training session is my best training session no it's not but what i want people to remember is that you don't have to have the best training session you just have to do your best on the day you need to put in maximal effort for whatever you have empty in the tank and you never regret a workout and that's what i'm talking about it's that you have to, at the start of the week, set out what days you're training. And once you set them out, stick to it. Write it down. What days you're training, what times you're training. And that makes it a hell of a lot easier. And if you are particularly looking to reduce down or be a healthier individual, set a time, set a day, set yourself a six-week challenge or an eight-week challenge. Because that's a manageable time for you to concentrate on doing a minimum of four workouts a week. And 20 minutes is the what I'm looking for people to do and focus in on. Because if you tell me you don't have 20 minutes and you don't have a weight management problem, you have a time management problem. And that's so important. I cannot stress to you enough that motivation comes from within. And a lot of people say, what motivates you, Coleman? I'm going to say that I have goal boards that are sitting here behind me and I know what I have to do, whether it be business, whether it be personal, whether it be my fitness, in a week, in a month, in a year and i'm not going to say it all goes swimmingly each and every day each and every week things don't go so well and whether personal things might happen and that happens to everybody but remember that you need to be clear on what you want when you're clear on what you want i'm a big believer in writing things down you write things down on paper it comes from up here comes back down there and comes back into your eyes so when you write down the days, the times, the more specific you are, the more specific a result that you get. Because if you are doing training at random and you're hoping for something better, you get a random result. And I suppose any days that I'm really struggling, what I end up doing is I reach out to, I suppose, the four or maybe five people that I surround myself with that I would call real close friends. And I can text them or give them a call any time of the day and they're going to help you help me even in fact touching on the point help me realize that things aren't so bad and it can always be worse remember wherever you are right now whatever relationship or whatever problems you're suffering or struggling with right now it's important to remember they can always be worse and that's putting it as simple as they possibly can you have to focus in on the positives because if you don't focus in on the positive the majority of the time you'll inevitably be more negative and that doesn't help that doesn't help anything the fact is surround yourself with positive information whether that's me whether it's family members it's friends listen to more beneficial things and i'm recommending turn off the news i haven't listened to the news in i don't know how many years i don't have a television for the last five years so if anybody came over and they said do you want to put something on the tv right there is where behind me is where the television should be i don't have it why because the news is nothing but doom and gloom and that sure as hell doesn't help to any tough or difficult situation you're currently in whether it's mental whether it's physical or a combination of both i get people to focus in as much as they possibly can and getting them to consume and do more things that benefit them. That starts from the moment you get up and looking at your phone, whether it be social media, 
to say that this person looks a certain way and you should take this supplement that most people will push at you. I put my hands in my head because that's what some people I actually found out very, I'm going to say no word like, I don't use social media for consuming content. I put out as much information as I can. I put out three Instagram posts today, minimum three, if not four TikToks. I put out YouTube, I put out podcasts weekly and I don't consume a lot of social media content. Why? Because a lot of it's garbage. But the things that I do consume are from people that I highly, highly value and they're their information and that it's beneficial it's telling me about nutrition it's telling me the difference between event uh, conventional and organic foods how to grow things how to be more positive and as a result of that i want you to do what i am recommending because what i do is what i recommend and I suppose that's a, a wrapping up of a the latest episode of the organic fitness uh, podcast so if anybody i would highly appreciate you could do me a favor and either Give me a five-star rating on, I suppose, uh, iTunes or share this with just one other person that really helps me. I don't have any ads. I don't have any, I suppose, major promotions on this podcast. But if you could share this with one person and... Pausing session. <laughs> How about that for wrapping up the podcast? But it really does help me just reach out to more people. If you could either share this on your social media stories or click like or follow either on YouTube or on Spotify or any of the other platforms where you listen to this podcast. So, and if anybody's looking to sign up to the Organic Fitness Program for uh, the next availability, I have either send me a message directly or go to my website, Coleman Power Organic Fitness. And other than that, I always finish up the podcast by saying stay tuned, stay classy and keep it organic. You're listening to Coleman Power on the Organic Fitness Podcast.